Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 260. The 260th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast just so happens to be a creator corner. The creator that I cornered on this here episode is none other than Adam Hader. You'll recognize Adam Hader eventually. In the meantime, get to know him from books like Sonder. And, uh, yeah, this is actually a really cool story that he has, you know, it's about a man that has no problem admitting his luck, (laughs) um, but he's he's a hell of an interesting person to, to, to talk to, that's for damn sure. So, um, yeah, no, the book is Sonder, the man is Adam Hader, but first, before we get into all that, I gotta tell you all about Hooked on Comics, Hooked on comics now they are one of my favorite places on the entire planet to get my uh, yeah on the entire planet to get my books from uh you get them through the internet no you don't have to walk in you don't have to worry about wearing any masks or anything like that you just tune in to their live broadcasts on tuesday and saturday being their main shows tuesday is their new book pre-sale show taking place at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, and Saturday is there everything else under the sun type of show where it's your slabs and your silvers and your all of the good stuff, man. All of the good stuff. That's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you find them on nsclivetv.com channel 3, or you like the Hooked on Comics Facebook page. And uh, you can also join in on the Cheers to Comics Facebook group as well, where you know I'm sharing out all the Hooked on Comics feeds. And beyond their Tuesdays and Saturday shows, they also have all types of shows uh, throughout the day, throughout the week. Uh, lots of $5 binge shows, let's put it that way. So, uh, yeah, Hooked on Comics. Now, beyond Hooked on Comics, uh, I wouldn't have Hooked on Comics if it wasn't for NSCLiveTV.com. So i got to give a shout-out to NSCLiveTV.com. Um, always the, the, the best place to, to, to go to when you're looking for just the hub of comics. Doesn't matter what you're looking for. If you're thinking comics, just go to nsclivetv.com and you'll, you'll figure it out. You'll know what I mean. 
Now, without further ado, I bring to you uh, half of the creative team behind the book that is Sonder, the man all the way on the other end of the planet, Adam Hader. All right, Adam Hader, how are you, sir? Very, very good. Like I, uh, like I said before we started, I'm fingers crossed and you can judge this later, but in that perfect balance where I've had just enough wine that I'm relaxed and we'll uh, keep the conversation flowing, but <laughs> not too much of stirring my words. That said, I do like when you start yours, you've got the sound of the bear opening. And I was, oh. tempted. I was tempted today, but she's, <laughs> she's too cold. So it's like a nice, uh, nice red wine will, uh, will do me. But if you can put a bear opening sound on for me as well, it'll make it sound a bit better. <laughs> right on, man, right on. Um, I, I, you're the, the, actually the second person this week that's uh, commented on that. And after two years, finally, someone's starting to notice the little things. Um, so I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm definitely happy to have you on, man. I know we're coming from way different time zones it's evening time there and it's just smack dab in the middle of the day here in denver so i'm glad we were able to coordinate this um you you submitted a book to me called sonder and i i i checked it out man and here we are let's let's talk about this but before we talk about sonder we got to let the listeners know who the hell adam Hader is man we, we got to get your origin story like all great comic book uh characters and creators should have so um adam i, I gotta know man uh, and everybody else needs to know how, how long have comics actually really been a part of your life I am I am doing this in the complete wrong order. So before comics, it was it was writing. I mean, be it keeping a journal, uh, scribbling bits and pieces down. And the the first thing that I wanted to write, and you know, naturally, is is a book. Um, and I I love this actually. Like for me, having no background and no experience, your first place you turn to is is Google. Hmm. So I googled how long's a book and your, your average sort of thing comes up 80,000 words. Um, so going back a few years, I was like, well, if I can put 80,000 words together, Google says that's a book. Uh, and then fingers crossed, that'll get turned into a, into a movie. So that's, that's the real medium that I was sort of originally impressed by, um, you know, the things you'd see on film, watching it develop. I think particularly for ourselves the last 20 years, I mean, it's, it's been a, you know, old school is your golden age of cinema, take nothing away on on that side. But when you see like, yeah, yeah CGI and, and what you can really tell with the story, the world you can go into. And I know there's going to be a few people that say, that's not a movie. It's got to be, you know, your classics. But aside storytelling as it is, mm. um, that was that was the goal. And I was speaking to a, a, a good friend of mine, um years back and you know i didn't tell many people about the writing because i think as a as a guy of my age growing up it wasn't a wasn't a cool accepted thing to do in the in the group that i was in uh but now looking back there were so many of us that loved to write loved to draw loved to express ourselves artistically that all thought we're not in the group of people that can, that can talk about this so you all had your little yeah bits on, on the side i think yeah now you get to it and you look back and you're like oh, i wish we'd shared these things you know the things you can do um do now so there's one of the few few friends i um spoke to about this and he's like what's what's your end goal i was like i'd love to you know have have something i wrote turned into a movie and he says the the best worst thing i've ever heard which is like well then why didn't you just write movies 
And you know, <laughs> but again, coming from, and we'll jump back a bit here, sorry. Um, oh, you're good. Yeah, New Zealand is where I grew up. So, you know, you, you have a very small country mentality there where we're not a, and I know we've got some phenomenal people coming out of there now in the talent community. Uh, but I always thought, you know, you can't just write a movie and do something like that, uh, which is where the, the novel route came into it. Uh, and then another good friend was reading a, a screenplay that I started writing because I was like, you know, 100 pages is easier than 80,000 words. You kind of get to the point. This is what you see. This is what they say. Um, said, you know, I can really see this as a graphic novel. Uh, and that's how we sort of got onto the line of these, this is a phenomenal medium where literally anyone can pick it up. You can, you can see your story come to life. It's so rewarding. Um, and I think the community at this level too is something I've really embraced, which is, you know, I've started speaking to people like yourself and others on social media and making those relationships. Everyone is just supportive, you know, interested, passionate. It's a, um, it's a cool spot. And that's kind of how I've ended up in, in this place. And, you know, long may it continue. Gotcha. All right. So like you said, you did kind of, you know, most people start out in comics and then go into movies and then you started to realize, you know, it's okay, well, I want to make a movie and uh, the people are saying my stuff has a comic book type of feel to it. So um, uh, did did you start getting into uh, comics themselves at that point? Did you what did you start doing research on, you know, uh, I mean, a, you know, making a comic and then B, you know, just other books out there that have been completed and did you go back and dive into the classics or i mean because i i know that you say one thing that interested me that what you said is um comics or writing wasn't really accepted in the type of group of people i was running around with uh, i want to actually touch on that for a second growing up in uh new zealand what what type of i mean let's i guess we can get a little personal here what, what type of group of people wouldn't be accepting towards writers I think it's so it's it's um, and I've got to be careful here because I, I, lo- I love my home, love the place I grew up. So you don't want to, you know, but it was it's quite a we're an island at the bottom of the world. And I think, you know, particularly the environment I grew up going through high school um, had maybe 180 people from, you know, age 13 to age 18. So it's quite small. You've got your same group of lads that play different sports each time the season changes. Gotcha. Um, and it was just not something that that was in my environment as 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 i grew up okay and whereas now like a lot of those you know guys went to school with and that um tattooing is quite big and the art that comes on that side as well you see the inspirations come through uh and it's weird because one thing that i do remember very vividly was you'd finish school and you go to you know whoever's place it is and dragon ball z would be the first thing that got turned on tv ah uh, and you, you saw it in that format, but it didn't quite translate into the into the comic side. So I'm I'm well on the back foot, but uh, burning a hole in my pocket trying to catch up with things. The amount of uh-huh. stuff on Kickstarter at the moment that I'm just like oh, I want to do this, do that, um, and and jump out with. So yeah, I've gone the opposite way. Uh, very lucky with Megan, who's the the artist for this for this project. Uh, brilliant background and, and the artistic side and that's been a, a big learning curve so most of my stories now are write in a screenplay format which gives you a good story and a good understanding of what's happening but Megan will be like and what does that look like on a page and you're like all right so something that may be like a quick sequence 
um, you know, it takes a couple of panels to, to explain. You've got to, yeah, the rhythm and flow. Uh, but like anything, the more, the more you read it, um, the more you're involved in it, the more you see uh, other people's work and, and you get inspiration from there. Uh, but it's a, it's a fun journey to be on, isn't it? Oh, it is. And, you know, the comics are so much more than, you know, Spider-Man and the X-Men and Batman and all of that. I mean, it's it's there's so much to be inspired by. Uh, is there is there anything in particular that, that your attention's more drawn to? Because I know growing up uh, not here in the States where everything is Spider-Man culture, that's probably a big reason why, you know, comics weren't the, the thing people were doing in high school, and especially when there's only 180 people to surround yourself with. I mean, you're just playing numbers there. Um, so that's this is what it is. If 12 people aren't doing it, nobody's doing it. I get that. I understand those odds. Um, so now you're realizing you want to get into it, you know, you, you, you do have to have some sort of sense of what the hell's been out there. And what, so what, what are you really drawn to? I mean, are you, are you like an indie guy or do you find yourself, you know, interested in checking out to see what the hell Batman's have or going on in Batman? It's, it's at the moment, I, I've not got my lane picked out. <laughs> um, so there's, there's certain things like, you know, Batman's cool one to touch on. Um, I picked up a couple of Dr. Strangers. Okay. I think it was back in 2015, run came out from that. So I'm into, um, into book two, but then I'll see stuff. Uh, uh, Ryland Grant, I think is, what is it? Oh PC, yeah. He's got a Kickstarter on. Oh yeah. Scroll through that. And I'm like, oh, that looks phenomenal. Um, I've seen some artwork for Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. Oh man, uh, Tonsi, uh, I'm probably saying the, the name wrong, but it's like Tonsi Zionic or something like that. Uh, beautiful, beautiful art, man, behind Jeff Lemire there. The, the list on my desk is like, I need to get these, I need to get these. Yep. Um, and that's where I'll sort of look at and try and think of. So I think Sonder at the moment we've, we've written out and it's a, it's a contained story. Um, you know, as as a creative, you always like to give yourself a couple of outs if it does well, you know, you can spin off and do that. But mm -hmm. for, the, for the bulk of it, it's a, it's a very much beginning, middle ends. We'll, we'll, we'll do the issues um, and, and feel out from there. Megan's art and style I, I love. Uh, yeah. And I think it fits phenomenally for, for this. Uh, but then you've always got those projects in your back pocket as well. And you look at that and sort of think, is that, is that the style you go for this theme and, and go through? So I'm basically like a starved kid that's just been shown a buffet and gone. Oh <laughs> it's one of those. Um, but it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a good, good distraction, I think, in, in this year anyway, to, to be able to see what's out there like that. Well, that's awesome, man. And there's nothing wrong with being in all of the lanes in comics. Uh, there's a, that, that, that is a, I'm in every single lane in comics. You know, I think the only one I'd pr I don't dabble in is manga, you know, but if it's Western based comic books, there's, I'll give it a shot. No doubt. It doesn't matter if it's coming from Kickstarter or Marvel. Um, I, I love that you mentioned Ryland Grant, because I think as of today, when we record this or the last hours for the Peacekeepers campaign, um yeah no he's a friend of the show for sure he's been on like three times he's he's a beast uh but yeah no th these these indie creators that are just kind of and he's another guy that came from film 
like comics are just a whatever type of thing. It'd be cool if I did this. He's already made it in Hollywood and all of that. So it's cool to see him take a step back and play in a whole different sandbox and just continue to succeed. And, you know, people like him should be a lot of inspiration for guys like you with the same, well, not exactly the same, but similar aspirations and goals with your, with your medium. So yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's nice to see that you are actually out there doing research on the right people to follow, you know, with Ryland being somebody that's already essentially, you know, gone through the Hollywood thing and all of that and been a successful comic book creator, you, you, you know, the right people to uh, be inspired by that's for sure, man. So that's uh, as a, as a reader myself, I'm uh, um, well, I guess enthusiastic about that as well as relieved because it, I, I hate it when someone comes in without knowing anything at all and then at the same time just thinks that they're going to be able to do it because they think they know how because they think comics are easy and they're just going to do it their own way and no it's uh <laughs> it doesn't work out 99 percent of the time so right on. It's, it's appreciated as a reader that a new creator's knowing the right path to to take that's for sure i'll tell you what if you got me a few years ago to be a different conversation i would have told you i had this shit down yeah. Uh, comic book can do that pictures few few speech bubbles and a away we go but yeah as, uh -huh. as you say like the like anything the more you look at it the the arts and the subtlety and the detail and yeah it's it's uh i could be part of well uh, you said how welcoming uh you know the comic book industry is but as welcoming and as loving as we are um there's some that are just as equally fucking brutal and uh you, nobody wants to be brutalized by a comic book nerd so you know like that's that's the worst man so um you know you, you do got to make sure you do it right and it's not easy to do at all by by any means um there's so many steps going through and finding your creative team uh, that's a big part of it. Let's talk about that journey for you, man. How did you find Megan? Because she's not just somebody that was like, oh, I want to do a comic too. Um, no, she's done shit. She's got a massive Webtoons following. I, I looked, I was doing my research on her and I, I looked up her, uh, the, the, the croaking. And the first thing I do was, you know, being somebody that knows Webtoons, um, I look to see how, how many followers they have and uh, dude, I, fucking almost a half a million. That's, that's insane. That's insane. So how do you find her? Right. I'm going to tell you the, the secret to my whole life here. Right. And this is between yourself and myself. Gotcha. Nobody's uh, listening. I promise. I, I get really lucky sometimes like, just blind luck uh i'd love to say there's there's more to it but it was a case of i'd uh i'd like to say i came off a bad tinder date but to be fair she probably came off the bad tinder date and said i had some guy turn up neck a couple of bottles of wine talk a bit of shit <laughs> and chalk and cheese and so i think like anyone that's used used the fantastic app uh, as soon as you come up one bad Tinder ape, you, uh, uh, you, you just keep swiping until you find the next one. And I see this profile for Megan and her, her caption down the bottom is that she illustrates comics. And this is just as I was starting to get into it. And this light bulb goes off and I was like, I've, I've no entry into this world, no contacts whatsoever. You know, 
all I want to do is speak to speak to this woman and see what her experience is, what she does. Um, so I ended up messaging her quite quite earnestly, and it's you know it's probably in the wee hours of the morning at this stage. It was like, promise I'm not a stalker. Promise this isn't some creepy pickup line. Um, but you know, love writing would be really interested in, in getting something turned into into a graphic novel. Um, and like yourself, did a bit of research with what she'd done online. Uh, I think at that time she had out Shard, which was before the croaking, uh, which is quite a cool story. Different format on webtoons because you're, you're scrolling versus mm-hmm. your, your page turn. Uh, and she comes back to me, bless her, very polite and was like, you know, tentatively interested. Wouldn't mind collaborating. What have you, you know, what have you got in mind? So I pitched the idea of Sonda to her and she's like, cool. What sort of stage you're at? I was like, well, I've, you know, I've written it out as a 120 page screenplay um, at, at this stage. Uh, would you be interested in, in meeting up? I'll print it off, give it to you, have a read through, think what your thoughts are. To what she comes back and is, you know, not that I've got a you know bit of an ego or anything, but she was like, just so we're sure, I have no interest in you whatsoever on that front. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, that's that's what I'm saying, but also, ouch. Uh, and also, if some guy has written you a full screenplay. All right, but um, we ended up meeting up for a, for a wine, which turned into a bottle, uh, and sat down, chatted about her background, what she was doing, the work she'd done. Uh, and again, got really lucky that I got her at the right time when she had you know, some capacity to take something like this on. Um, had something that she looked at and was like, cool, and just went from there. So, uh, you know, meet up, say, once a month or so, I'd turn up with a couple of like the crudest stick man box sketches you'd ever <laughs> seen in your life of, I imagine he looks like this and she looks like that. Uh, and she'll come right back to me and be like, right. So this, and just the, the detail and watching something in your head come to life, but in a cooler way than even you'd imagine, like some of the stuff she'd come back to me with was just phenomenal too. And I think the other thing that she really brings to the table apart from the, all the work, if we be completely honest, <laughs> is is a, a different perspective for character backgrounds, diversity. Um, I was really guilty of falling into a, I'm a white male. That's my basic fall to if I need a character to fall in somewhere is going to be a white male called John or James or George. Um, so having that other perspective from Megan too to just bring that much more richness to a story as well um, and make you more aware too so other projects are right on now yeah just brilliant on all on all parts um, and I think most writers from you know a few podcasts I listen to quietly put their hand up and say uh, the art team they're the, they're the ones that do the real work and and bring it all to the table yeah no I mean that's definitely the uh the heavy lifting for the most part the art team for sure and layouts and I I I can't imagine how difficult is this her first time doing a a printed comic opposed to a webtoon So this is um and I'll I'll shoot myself if I get this wrong this is as I understand it, the first one that we've got published gone to print she's got uh, so aside from the croaking there's another one I think she's doing as a, as a self-published um, published job there as well. Busy, busy, busy woman. So she's got, got a lot of plates spinning at the moment. Um, but I'll tell you, this is the first like proper collaboration. And again, just right place, right time. Good luck. Managed to, um, yeah, 
that, that's know, a phenomenal artist. That, that's incredible. I can't say that I've ever heard the uh, the Tinder origin before. That's that's a first. I've done a few of these, and uh, yeah, man, that's that's incredible. I mean, I I, always, I I find myself oftentimes praising technology uh, for you know the 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 found relationships between new collaborators, but that's usually through you know like Facebook groups and showing <laughs> never right. never Tinder, you know. So yeah, this is your Facebook group, Twitter, stuff like that. Um... And again, it was, and you know, you, you weren't even on there intentionally looking for it. It was just the, you know, right time, right place came together. Yeah, grab what's put in front of you. Um, I, again, story of my life. I, I just, I get lucky sometimes and hang on to it with both hands and uh, see it through. Well, I mean, it's it's good to know that you don't take your uh, your luck for granted. That's for sure. Um, so uh, you, you meet her, you, you get the, the the script pitched. Um, what what is the, uh, the the timeline between you know the the, the you know the first uh, script read and it, it hitting hitting the shelves? Um, I mean, because I, I know that there's a lot of layouts to do, and she's doesn't do these types of layouts. She does a scroll type of layout, like you mentioned, not a not a, a turn page. So I mean, did, was it extra time for her to try to figure that out, or was she just a natural in it? I'm going to call it, I, I don't want to sell her short by saying she's natural because you see you see the work that goes into it, like it's some serious um, serious skill on, on her part there. So originally uh, the pitch was to put it onto Webtoons for a couple of, sort of, so take take it from a book, break it down into episodes and, and roll a couple out, uh, see what the reception is on that side and use that as a bit of a pitching tool. Mm, smart. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, her idea but let's say it was a, a collaboration again um and I, i'll tell you what luck so uh about a year and a half back we're at a sci-fi comic convention in edinburgh not herself she's moved down to london at the stage um so i'm there with my now fiance and her nephew walk around some tables uh, and bump into a guy, sort of start chatting with him, you know, asking about his roots being published. And he's the uh, editor in chief of Marcosia, uh, which is sort of a small press mm-hmm. uh, comic publisher in, in, in the UK. Had some cool books, so I was sort of flicking through those. And like anything like that, I was like, oh, you know, I've got this, got this graphic novel looking to, to get published. And he's very polite, and I'm sure he gets a whole lot of people coming up telling them they've got the next cool thing that I'll, they'll publish. He's like, yeah, cool, cool. Pop me an email. Um, sent him an email with link, couple of PDFs on that. He came back to me and was like, yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's make a run of this. Um, so again, right place, right time. It'll run out one day, but until it does, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to ride this luck. <laughs> Hey man, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being lucky nah. in this industry. A lot of times it's almost necessary because it really is extremely difficult to break into. So, uh, I mean, congratulations on being lucky, but at the same time, you know, being talented as well, you know, you, you clearly have a, uh, um, a, a drive to get your stories out there, man. And that's, uh, the, the, the readers, they, they see that. So you just keep doing it and others will, uh, yeah, the, the, the work will speak for itself. Um, so, too just in case you know people are listening to this these weren't my first shots that i call being lucky there's plenty of times i've gone up and spoken to people that have said no and nothing's come of it there's plenty of times i've written stuff that's been 
you know, rubbish and all, you know, break down and turn into parts and stuff. So I think like anything, the more shots you take, the more people you speak to, the more you grind away, that's, that's where your luck will come in and churn. And yeah, please, please don't take this as a, if I just, you know, take one shot, I'll, I'll hit a three pointer. You, you gotta, you gotta throw up the numbers to, to get there as, as, as well. Um, but yeah, like definitely you need it. <laughs> Well, that, that, that's a good point. I'm, I'm glad that you bring that up because that, that's very important to know is, you know, you got to play the odds and you're, you're not, it's, I like that you're not batting a thousand right now, you know, you, but you, you, the, 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 the times you do hit the ball and connect, man, it's uh, oh, a, yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So let's talk about the thing that we're here to talk about. Let's talk about Sonder. Tell me, I mean, uh, of, you know, you're, you're an aspiring writer. You want to get a, a thing out there. So what, what makes Sonder the first thing that you, you, you want to pitch? It was, it was a simple, relatable story, uh, which I think is, is key. And that's not to say that it's, you know, it doesn't have its complexities and, and your characters thrashed out. But I think a few times you can go into something with this phenomenal concept where by the time you put the groundwork in to build the world, um, establish the stakes and, and everything goes into it, you've, you've lost the interest of, of the person reading it, the audience that's there. Um, this was, so I rely quite a bit on, on fairy tales in this one as well. Okay. So even though you've you've got your key characters, you, you have your base understanding for for the Beauty and the Beast story, uh, for the Princess and the Peace story, uh, for your for your antagonist, your, your villain. I mean, who's better than Dracula? So okay. you, you you can kind of steal a little bit of goodwill with what people understand, drives and motivates these people. The connotations that that come with a beast, that come with a beauty. Um, on on that side and then pull it pull it all together but like like all these stories it starts um, with just the the simplest thing so there's a, a time that I was um, first arrived in, in Edinburgh uh, and first job I was doing short order um, pub restaurant cooking okay you know, I'm, I'm making this this bowl of soup uh, and I drop a a, a to be, I'm going to say AP, but you know, it was probably like half a tub of peas into the soup. <laughs> it was not a good night. And I sort of get thinking of the story of the, the princess and the pea. Mm-hmm. And then your, your modern telling of it, you know, like what if you, you found the love of your life through a, a frozen pea in a soup at a restaurant? And then, and that's, that's your genesis. And then you go through your draw and you sort of look at these other stories you wrote and you're like, this fits in here. And it sort of builds together as you go uh, and I find too that you, you think you've got your beginning middle ending in your head and it's the bits in between that you need to work out when you start writing mm. but it's really it's really the characters you have and as you start writing these characters they they start surprising you in, in ways you're like oh actually you weren't as strong as I thought you were or <laughs> you're a bit more swayed by this and they they take on a uh, take on their own life which is is i think something i love about writing as well you have this best set plan in place uh but then the story just yeah it'll tell itself it's a good story yeah if you're not forcing it it'll it'll come together if you've got the right characters um you're away so that's that's where we end up with sonda which is a 
as I say, using uh, fairy tale based characters, bringing them in a, in a modern world. So you've got your sort of ganglands set out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan's background, she's between the UK and the States. So some of the scenery and sets is a, is a real amalgamation of um, the old and the new, which is quite cool as well. Uh, and it's a, yeah, it's a good work of a whole lot of simple stories, boy meets girl, bad guy versus good guy. Right. You know, this, um, it just, again, a bit of luck fell into place. And <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it works because you, you could almost enjoy it as an anthology that's all in one, you know, world. You know, it comes together, but at the same time, you know, you can enjoy each individual uh, chapter, I guess, if you will on its own making it you know just a a piece of art in itself you know it's 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 smart to be able to do that um and it, it's still it, it helps bring in the audience because if there's one thing a, a reader may not be relating to at that point but a couple pages later all of a sudden they're like oh shit princess in the pea you know I, this is this is my shit right here uh it's a, you know it, it, it's still brings them in and, and gets their eyes on you as a creator so it's uh it's a wise way to go about it. And then, like I said, just wrapping it all together, saying this is all in the same thing. You know, this is, it ties together nicely. It, 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 it proves that you're, you're more than just some uh, creator that puts down a script and just wants to see the thing happen. You know, it, it, you, you really do want to get an emotional feeling um, out of the reader, you know, some sort of excitement, wonder, whatever it may be, you know, a surprise to see that it all wraps up the way it does. You know, it's a, it's, it's a cool way of going about things. I respect that myself as a reader. I really, um, really appreciate that. It's, uh, it's take, it was, it's a bit of patience on that. To, and I've got so much respect now for episode one, chapter one, <laughs> You know, of, of any of any story where you've got so you, you want to jump into like bombs going off and gunfire, but then you're not invested in the characters. So that that balance of introducing the the readers to a world, to characters, a hint of their background, a hint of the stakes, to to lay the pieces out, but also have them engaged enough to read through and want to get to two, which is where stuff kicks off. Mm-hmm. It's, it, yeah, it's a, it's like mad respect to people that do it and do it well. And now that I've started reading that and seeing it, you do, you, you take your hat off and go, all right, that's, yeah, that's what we need to aspire to. Well, uh, I like that you bring that up, making the, the, the first um, initial page. Uh, it really needs to be eye-catching and interesting. And the first thing that drew me to this, I'm a huge fan of the Max. And um, what the Max, uh, what they they introduced Julie Winters in the very beginning. And immediately I'm drawn to this character's design, her attitude, every her environment, everything about her. She is the reason why I want to continue on with the Max. Well, right off the bat, the character we see here, she is, I mean, I, I immediately like, I, I, I feel Julie Winters here. I, I, I want to know what the fuck this bitch is doing. And I, I, I couldn't take my eyes off of, I just, uh, anything that, when she wasn't on the panel, I'm like, what is she doing now though? What is she doing now? So, I mean, I, I, I was immediately drawn to this character. So how, how the way you guys went about doing this was, um, it, it worked. Let's put it that way. You know, your 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 goal to att- obtain immediately off that first page. It, it got me for sure. Um, so really appreciate that. Just, good yeah. job. Um, I, I'm not. Are you familiar with Julie Winters at all from the Max? Have you had the oh, chance? Is, 
this is something I'm going to scribble down and get oh, Google man. <laughs> Oh yeah. The jungle queen, baby. Uh, oh, she's the, she's the shit. She's one of my uh, favorite character designs of all time. And um, just that, that, that first page seeing her, it just immediately, ah, uh, with the max being so close to me, I'm low. I, it's my, that's my shit, man. Um, so okay, using, checking that out. Oh yeah, man. Using little nostalgic references like that. That's gonna, that's gonna get you placed, whether it was intentional or not, you know, maybe Megan's a fan of the max and that's where she kind of got this character designed from. I'm not saying it's a spitting image. I'm just saying it reminded me the environment, everything. It was, it was beautiful. And then uh, another thing that I want to touch on that, that caught my interest with the uh, Sonder was the, the narration and how it's laid out. You know, that's that's uh, kind of an uncommon thing. I'm not saying it's unheard of, but it is uncommon in comics. And uh, I enjoyed it. I, I, I will say that I really did enjoy it. I like how it's uh, separate with, you know, the, the use of, you know, no talk balloon behind it. It's, you know, it, it, it's laid out very well. So um, uh, I, I got to ask, whose idea was that to, to start out with the narration in the way it is? It was it was a bit of a joint one, so that I think highlights the difference in format from when I wrote it as a screenplay to then trying to get it down on the page. Mm -hmm. As you say, that engagement at the start, uh, and then that narration we've kept distinct as well because that's going to kick in later in the story, and you'll sort of notice it more, mm -hmm. and then it comes through, and obviously you know fingers crossed at the end mm -hmm. ties in, and that's your holy shit from the start. Mm -hmm. boom that's who that is da, 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 da. Um, and just everything falls into place so uh, again fingers crossed that's that's the goal but really cool that you notice that uh, and i think that's that's one thing i picked up particularly from reading the comments on webtoons from megan's followers and stuff through they notice i mean the mm -hmm. tiniest details people that enjoy something and are invested in it and passionate in it they pick up on the smallest details and you, 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 you want to reward them for it. And you, you appreciate that people love something you've done that much that you can do something, you know, subtle and, and it'll get picked up on it. Uh, it is very much a two way relationship between your creative team and your, and your readers. And you, yeah, you want to deliver for them. You really do. Um, does she do all the lettering layouts as well? Then is that, is that all her? She does all the lettering. All the heavy lifting. Damn, um, so there's, been, there's been a few nights where we've been looking at things um, and she'll be like, do you like this lettering or that lettering? Uh, and I'll go, what other options are there? And she'll send me a link to like 10,000 different mm -hmm. styles of lettering. And I'll be like, holy shit. So this is what, you, <laughs> what you're mm -hmm. dealing with. Um, and again, you're like, does this character sound like this? Does this represent the mood, the feel? Um, so I've, I've, I've literally only scratched the surface for the work that goes into that the thought that goes into that. But yeah, again, credit to Megan. She's uh, yeah, phenomenal for what she brings to the table on, on this one. That's, that's awesome, man. I mean, even like the little onomatopoeias, the way they're written out, the glug glug, the, the knock knock, all of that stuff. It's, um, it's just... I think there's a sit in the cafe as well that's done really well. Like yeah. it's sort of... It's it's a it's a great way to use, as you say, the onomatopoeia, but it kind of accentuates silence sometimes. Like the sip is just it's just awkward, nothing happening. Like yeah, mm -hmm. um, no, yeah. If if you if you had pressed me before I met Megan and said, "Cool, I like your story," 
break this down into 75, 80 pages for me now, panel by panel with what you see, no chance. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. But yeah, lucky enough to have this first one, hold it in your hands. Now I'll be doing the reading, seeing other bits of work as well and being like, right, love this style, love what we can do here. Um, all right, yeah, really, really cool medium. Yeah, no, it is a lot of fun. So now I know you you, you clearly have the itch. Uh, well, I mean, what, what what's in your back pocket, man? What what, what are we expecting next from you? Uh, do you do you have? Are you gonna seek out more uh, illustrators, or do you? I mean, can you get Megan to do another one? I mean, what what, what do you have planned for? So for we've your... got another another three or four should finish off Sonder and, and wrap that up as a story. Um, Megan, I'd love to continue working with her with any other projects that come up. Um, the way I see it now, as we started, she gets first dibs. Um, <laughs> so if, I, if I have an idea or anything, I'll float it by her. You know, if you've got time, if this is something that interests you. Uh, next, next one that I'm working at at the moment is I've got, um, I'll tell you what I've got. I've got a very patient and accepting fiance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got a um, big opened up cardboard boxes um, tacked up on the wall in the, in the office slash spare room. I'm quite visual. So I need big marker pens and I'll, I'll scribble out, you know, what's happening with the story. And, and I need nice. to get a, I need to get a storyboard cork board with small post-its but until, until then it, it's big, it's messy, but it, it gets out of my head and on the wall. Um, and I've, I've got a sort of five part, uh story that builds up a sort of transition from where we are now into an apocalyptic world uh some crazy elements quite a bit of fun with it too um so i've, I've rough titled it five finger death punch of the apocalypse <laughs> and I, 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 I like that i like that nonsense over the top theme uh first chapter protein zombies you know like it's um it's it's a step away from from sonder but trying to keep the same, you know, a bit of fun going through it as well. Yeah. You know, good characters and, and build a world like that. Uh, but that's the, the project that's literally on the wall at the moment. Once we, uh, once it gets on the ticked off. That's awesome, man. Have you pitched any artists yet? Or are you just still trying to lay out the, uh, the outline for yourself to be able to pitch? Still, still trying to do the outline. So what okay. I've done now is sort of broken down what I roughly want the first five chapters to look like um starting to work through writing them out as screenplay format because that's what i'm most comfortable with okay but the next step is to break that down into a 70 80 page graphic novel and see if i can sort of picture it like that um, and then ideally if there's an artist that's interested in it wants to jump on board um this is getting quite you know fingers crossed ultimate top mm -hmm. goals but if you got like a different artist, different style for each chapter of that first five to, oh wow, uh, yeah, to bring to bring to the table like that. Uh, but at the moment, just count myself so lucky that you can do something you're passionate about, really enjoy, and collaborate with these phenomenally talented people to bring your ideas to life and see it in front of you. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty cool thing, isn't it? Yeah. It really is, man. That's that's why I'm uh, I'm so enamored with this. I've made this my entire life is essentially putting this industry and its creators on a pedestal because um oh, nobody admire. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, there's nothing I admire more than um the 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 
culture that this medium creates you know movies we would the the world's biggest movie that's ever been made would have never been made if it wasn't for a comic book um i mean that's that 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 is cold hard fact you know the 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 biggest things that have ever happened have come from comics in some way shape or form uh so um yeah no this is (laughs) this is why i do this that's for sure so it's nice to see your excitement and and uh, where 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 you want to go and all of this that that's uh you have me excited. That's for sure. Um, knowing that uh, one thing you, you say, having um, your, your next thing be done by five different artists uh, on a production standpoint, it's brilliant because if you wanted to, you, get, you, you pitch the script to five people at the same time and you're getting five chapters in the time it takes to get one chapter from. Uh, so uh, yeah, that, that could be a good way to kick out the jams real quick and fast, man. Um, is a Kickstarter something that you plan on using in the future? Or uh, do, you, do you plan on pitching to publishers first and trying to get into Diamond? Honestly, I, th- I think I'm too early days at the moment. Uh, some of the quality, you see, I'm going back to Ireland stuff as well. I'm like, I'm, I'm nowhere near that level that I could put that out there and um, and go on that side. So just so happy to have Sonda picked up for a complete run. That's in the world. That's done. Um, sort of take a breath, see if you go through the, you know, publisher routes again, self-publisher. I think with technology, the way it is at the moment, your collaboration locations, no barrier, you know, some, uh, who was it? Um, there's lad who um tart um kevin kevin someone does a a tart and i think it's through oh shit uh yeah i think that's scout yeah scout kevin joseph yeah i think i think he's through scout but they also do a kickstarter as well because he's got an artist coming in and a um, pencil or yeah so pulling at stuff like that you can kind of do hybrids these days as well to, you know, get the ball rolling on something, put it together um, and then use your, your publishers for their networks for, for releasing mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, definitely wouldn't, you know, call anything off at the moment. I think it's just, again, so happy to be able to create and <laughs> have it. Yeah. And to, to have okay. if I someone draw it on the side of a brick wall, I'd be happy and just be like, boom, that's ours. <laughs> Yeah, man, there's there's no shortage of ways to get your comic books works out there these days. That's that's for damn sure. So it doesn't matter how you do it as long as it's out there in the end. Um, uh, damn, man. So Sonder, I like I, I went through and I read all 70 some pages right before we did this. And uh, uh, you, you you've got you've got some stuff here, man. That's that's for sure. You've 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 definitely. You got a lot of momentum in your way. You you to be able to to luck out and get an artist like Megan with the huge webtoons following that she has. That's that's going to be nothing but great for you. So you 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 do have a bright future ahead of you, man. Stick with comics and eventually you'll get that movie. You'll get that movie deal. Just keep making comics because that's what the industry needs. Um, to be fair, that's where I've gone now. You know, you you start with you think you know Hollywood's where it's at, but. Yeah, love the format. This the, is uh, so much cool. better. It's so oh. much better, man. The the people are better. The fans are better. The the critics are better. It's just uh, it's, comics are just better. That's all there is to it. Um, I'm, I'm it's 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 refreshing to hear you say that. I think I kind of like this now. You know, that's uh, 
just means that it's uh, the, the, once again the proof is there the proof is in the industry in itself you know so many people think that you know i'm gonna make a comic and i'm just gonna go off and be this big movie guy but once you play with comics man i'm telling you there's there's it's not just a stepping stone it's a lifestyle it becomes right. it, it really does so i'm glad to hear that you're uh, you're kind of in that same boat there um definitely on your way that's for sure <laughs> uh so before we wrap this all up i like to throw out rapid fire questions just to kind of get more of an idea of where you are as a creator you know nothing nothing too brain busting here pretty white bread question white bread questions are going to be asked a million times once you're up on the panels by a bunch of nerds lined up so i'm just going to be one of the privileged ones to ask you first um but you know is is simple what? I'm going to throw a curveball at you and say congratulations on your nomination for was it Discover Pods? Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm going to put you. I'm going to put you off your off your footing. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, no, really, really well done on that. Again, it's it's the recognition thing, which is cool to see other other people get in as well. Yeah, it surprised the shit out of me. I had no idea. You know, I didn't even know I was nominated until someone was like, "Hey, man, check this out." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I, oh man." I mean, it's. Like I said, win or no win, and it's cliche to say, but to be nominated was a hell of a, a hell of a feeling, man. And to see, and it's not like I lost to a nobody, man. I fucking LeVar Burton. Come on, come on. <laughs> um, I'm okay with losing to the guy that's probably going to be the next host of Jeopardy. You know, there's no shame in that. So uh, uh, thank you for recognizing that, man. That really does oh, mean a you. lot. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, now that I'm totally off my game, let's, uh, <laughs> uh I, I love a good ego stroke. I'm not going to lie. Um, let's, uh, let, let, let's talk simple questions here. As simple as they are, I still find them to be very, uh, valuable as to finding out where the creator's mindset is in this big, big, big industry. There's lots of different places it can go. So let's start out with, uh, quite possibly the simplest question. Um, not narrowed down to hero, but who's the best or protagonist in all of comics that you've read so far? This is this is going to be cheap, um, but it's it's Iron Man purely because he's the one that got me into comics, MCU, first movie. Uh, I watched watched the very first trailer where he's in like the you know the Mark One suit, where so mm. I'm expecting a, a movie of him just clanking around and shit, <laughs> and then you actually watch the movie and you're like. <clears throat> Yep. All right, so yeah cheap answer but that's the one for me yeah well see it's not a cheap answer because it's the correct answer because uh, <laughs> i would say <laughs> the same thing actually i mean to me there's there's no more valuable character in my life personally than tony stark so um yeah for all of my own reasons for for sure but uh with that being said to me i think tony stark really is the best protagonist in all of comics so i i, I would have to agree with you there. there's no shame in that answer um uh, on the other side of the coin though who's the best uh antagonist who's the best shithead in all of comics i, I don't even think i've got enough enough knowledge to mm -hmm. to answer that uh it's a fair answer to be honest yeah yeah i don't i, I don't think i've got got one that i can can give you that uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bow my head in shame and pass. Well, no, no, no shame. Let me let me do come, this. Come back to me in a in a in a in a, in a wee while. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me Next let me just do this. How about some uh, just a rapid response? I say villain. You say Magneto. 
Boom. See, that's another right answer. There we go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, Magneto's great, man. And it's just to know that he's just uh, out the top, off the top of your head just proves all the more. He is an ultimate villain, an ultimate shithead. I was listening to, to a sort of interview piece that Aaron Sorkin did um, going through questions and that. And he, he says, your villain needs to, at some stage, plead their case to God as to why they did it and why in their gut they were right. So even though you see them as a villain, they get their moment to be. And I think Magneto is one of those people that you see sort of through the various iterations of that, that he's not evil to control and dominate, but you, you watch the person and circumstance. So I'll give him, give him my vote for, uh, for villain on that one. No, I mean, easily a top, five maybe top three for me um i mean there's a reason why there's a whole magneto was right saying you know i mean he's he really is the ultimate case to plead you know was he a bad guy just because he wasn't an x-men doesn't mean i mean i mean yeah so it's uh yeah that's no, that's, that's a great answer um so let's uh let's flash forward a hundred years from now uh there's the big well, comic book well, that, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. Uh, Where do you got... see us off in a hundred years? <laughs> well, I, the, the question is, is uh, where where did people see you a hundred years from now? Um, you, you got your big comic book tombstone and the big comic book hall of fame. They'll build it. I'll make it happen. It'll be a thing. Uh, but uh, what in, in the words of, you know, in the world of the comic book, what would, what would, uh, your your tombstone saying be i think you've got the you've got the 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 dichotomy there you've got the ego that says mm -hmm. you'd love to be involved with something that built a mcu style universe that you know people drew on for and it sort of carried on forever um and then you've got the bit of you that just goes imagine having your poster hung in a kids for all 100 years from now Mm -hmm. not, not a picture of my mug obviously but like you know something right something no, a, a Sonder poster yeah yeah you imagine yeah imagine like some kid was like i had son Sonder volume one mm. like that's that to me is is probably yeah um oh, that'd be phenomenal if something like that happens right on man so just to just to have someone uh, well essentially be celebrated in some way shape or form and be uh Oh, I, I don't know why I can't think of the the, the word, but I, I guess involved in somebody else's life through your works. Yeah, um, someone someone that you've you've never met, you've had no influence or contact over, but picked up something you were involved in creating and it connected with them. Yeah, no, that's that, that's a pretty high high bar, I think. And if I clear that, happy days. Right on, man. Well, I, uh, I've, en I've enjoyed the hell out of this, Adam. I, I, I really have. Um, I, I look forward to seeing what's next. I can't wait to see this little five-chapter beast. You're, uh, you have thumbtacked to your wall right now, looks like. Um, uh, I, I, I got a good feeling about you. You definitely know who's a wagon to hitch on to, that's for sure. You got your finger on the pulse. You know, you know who to follow. Um, you're 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 on the right track sir i i really do appreciate you uh well for one uh, coordinating this with such strange hours for you i know it's late for you and all of that good stuff but uh more than anything just to you know to take the time to find this this little podcast and 
want to want to be on it. it it means a lot man so i i, I thank you for everything uh, thank you for having me on phenomenal service you're doing to the um doing to the industry too so thank you it's all my pleasure man this is what i do i wouldn't have it any other way you uh um feel free to send me any you know thumbnails rough sketches post-it notes of this little series <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd love to be in on the right on man right on well adam adam hater you sir please stay safe out there man if there's anything you need you know where to find me it's okay cheers cheers brother I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're the Green Freedom Podcast. Podcast. Do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on Podchaser? Of course you do. Wait, wait. Is that us? Did you check that? There's comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast. Fuck. Well, there you have it, Slurds. Another episode in the books. Another creator has been cornered. The man, Adam Hader. The book, Saunder. Be on the lookout for this man. He really, he, he's on the right path. He's, he's, he's fresh in the water, but I tell you what, I see big things coming out of him. Uh, I, I really do. So, Adam Hader. That's the dude. Saunder. That's the book. So before I sign off here, I got to tell you a little bit about my, uh, my friends over at Inked Marketing. Um, you know, if, if you are an aspiring creator yourself, or you've been thinking about doing a campaign, a Kickstarter campaign, an Indiegogo, go, an Indiegogo campaign, I can't say that word, then uh, I have to urge you to check out Inked Marketing. Inked Marketing is a great, great solution to help skyrocket the visibility of your campaigns. What they do over there is just... It's 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 amazing. Every single campaign that has gone through Inked Marketing at this point in time has all succeeded, 100% success rate by going through Inked Marketing. So yeah, just Inked Marketing. Check them out. Uh, an affiliate of NSCLiveTV.com, the home for all of the greatest action in all of comics. Period. That's not the saying, that's just what I'm saying. So, <laughs> yeah, check out Inked Marketing, NSCLiveTV.com. Now, uh, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I hope you've been informed in some way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, now go through and rate the podcast. I urge you to do that. Rate it on iTunes or Apple or whatever the heck you want to call it. And then, you know, anywhere else that you can rate the, the podcast that you listen to, if there's that option, do it there as well. Podchaser, super huge. Follow the hashtag the apocalypse on Twitter as well as the Podchaser list. If you just want a list of all of the best indie podcasts out there, then just follow hashtag the apocalypse. And I'm not just talking about comic book podcasts. I diversify. We've got true crime. We've got sports. We've got um, a beer podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there's a podcast out there in any way, shape, or form, it's on the Apocalypse. That's just all there is. If you just, So it's just, boom, podchaser.com, lists the Apocalypse, um, as well as following that hashtag, the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Speaking of Twitter, at Cheers to Comics on Twitter, uh, like the Cheers to Comics Facebook page, join the Cheers to Comics Facebook group, uh, hook up on Patreon, patreon.com slash Cheers to Comics. It's the ultimate way to show your fandom 
Uh, that's gonna do it. This has been episode 260. I've been Brian Wayne. I will continue to be Brian Wayne. As always, I urge you slurs to read responsibly and stay safe. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.